Hey friends, it's Katherine Barnes. You like my awkward bun? Yeah, well, if you don't like it, find another channel because awkward is pretty much what we do around here. Or what I do anyway. Anyways, tonight I am here to talk to you a little bit about when students run out of the classroom, ostensibly for no reason. And this could be young students or it could be even older students, adult students. <laughs> like me and if you see this happen with a student if you're in a teaching position I'd like for you to consider the possibility that that student may be neurodiverse because I will tell you that my own rapid exit from a space of learning this weekend actually it happened twice um, but both times it was a processing issue and you know when i explain what autism is like for me because it's different for every single person who's autistic but for me it's really an issue of processing it's like everything that i am experiencing from a sensory perspective is magnified from what it would be if an holistic person was experiencing it okay so i got into some big sensory overwhelm this weekend because i decided to take a sailing class <laughs> so let me explain why I decided to do this over my winter break I am a middle school teacher so I get those breaks and by the way those breaks are necessity not luxury but that's another story for another time so over winter break I decided that I was going to go to Catalina Island because I had never been and I was going to stay in a hotel and I was gonna get some writing done and I was going to walk around and I was just going to enjoy being away from everything and everyone for a couple nights. Well, I got there and the hotel was nasty. The roof was leaking. It rained the entire time. And I realized that this was not going to fly. So I changed my return ticket. I only stayed for one night and I got on the ferry back to Dana points. The most thrilling part of the whole trip was that ferry ride back oh my god i made sure to sit on the outside so i wouldn't get seasick and it was raining and i was kind of under the bulkhead so i didn't get too wet and it was just it was electrifying and as we got closer to the port i decided to stand up and like look out so i could see what richard henry dana must have seen all those years ago as he was coming into what would one day be called Dana Point, and like the wind was blowing in my face, and it was just, it was so great. And when it, the boat finally docked, I was like, oh man, that was better than a good rogering. So I decided at that point, it is time for me to have more boat in my life. I need to learn how to sail. So I signed up for this class. I won't say where, but at a place in San Diego that teaches sailing classes. So I finally, got to take the class this weekend and I already knew that I was not in a good spot because work as usual has been a dumpster fire so I was really overloaded already and I was kind of thinking man you know I don't know if I'm in the best spot to take a class I'm already just so you know my executive functioning my planning my emotion regulation all that is just absolutely in the toilet but you know I really wanted to take the class and I thought maybe it'll be super fun so all of that stuff won't even matter. So I show up and the guy teaching it is a fratty bro. I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know who I expected would be teaching a sailing class. Of course it's gonna be a fratty bro. And he goes around and he takes attendance 
And he asks every single one of us, are you a sailor? And I wanted to be like, bro, Seth, this is a basic sailing class. Do you really think any of us are going to say yes? And like, you know, there were a few people who had had some sailing experience. Maybe that would have been a better way to ask it. Have you had sailing experience before? But that wasn't what he asked. So first we had to tie some knots. Okay, the, the cleave hitch, no problem. Um, the figure eight, no problem. And then he had this whiteboard and he started telling us like all these different sailing terms. And he had this little like boat model with like a little sail and a little tiller and he was like moving it around and explaining all these things. And it was just like, and I started to think about my students and I started to think about, you know, how much information gets thrown at them like that on a daily basis. And, you know, sometimes my students will just go, I'm confused, which is my least favorite thing as a teacher to hear. It's like, okay, so if you're confused, ask me a question. Don't just tell me that you're confused. But I was kind of in that place of just like, I don't even know what was happening right now. And so I was doing my best to understand. And then it came time to get down the little boats. The little boats are called sabots and take them and put the sail on them and do all that. And I thought, okay, well, you know, I felt like I wanted to leave, but I was like, you know what? Maybe once we get in the water, this will all make sense. So we get in the water, none of it made any sense. And so here I am in this freaking boat with this freaking stick that I'm, this looks so wrong, doesn't it? It felt so wrong. Anyways, so <laughs> trying to go and not get hit by the sail and people are going around and these dudes are running into me and oh man. And we were supposed to be tacking and I didn't really understand how to tack because he had talked at us, but he hadn't really shown us, right? And so I managed to steer the thing back to the dock and there was a second fratty bro who was also teaching and he looked just like, you know, 75% of the dudes I went to college with, with like the khaki shorts and the flip flops. And I was like, I need to get out of this boat. And he's like, no dude, no, you gotta keep sailing. So I was like, all right, you know, I get it. I'm in man world right now. I gotta just, I gotta man up and I gotta keep going. But I knew, I knew I was cruising for a meltdown or a shutdown. Like I could feel it coming. And I was out there and I was trying to steer the freaking boat. And I was yelling, this is not for me. This is for Freddy bros. And everyone in the boats were looking at me like, oh my God, what's wrong with her? And so finally I managed to like drift back to, there was like a pier and then there was like the shore. And I managed to drift back to the shore and I just got out of that boat and I ran. And I ran and I went and I hid behind some tennis courts. And I stayed there for a little while. And you know, when people ask, well, why is it important for autistic adults to have a diagnosis? I'm going to tell you why it's important because without having a diagnosis and I'm still working on my official diagnosis, right? But without knowing, I would have thought that I was just a piece of crap. Like I would have gone, okay, what, what just happened back there? Why did I just freak out and run out of the boat? I'll tell you why, because I was overwhelmed. And when I was telling, you know, fratty bro number two, that I needed to get out of the boat and I needed to stop. Like I knew what I was talking about, right? I knew that I needed some time and space to process. And he was like, no dude, you don't get to have that. And so <laughs> my autistic brain was like, well then peace, <laughs> I'll see you later. So I took some time and I decided, you know what? It's not the end of the world if they have to put that boat away because that's their price for not being the best teachers. <laughs> And then I went back and I spoke to the two girls at the desk and I just said, Hey, you know, 
the class was a little beyond me and you know, I, I'd like to ask if I can get a refund or if maybe I could take a, a later class. I know you guys are a small business. I don't want to put you in a bad position. They were so nice. They were really, really nice. And I was feeling proud because I think in the past I might've gone into shame and then I might've gone into Karen mode and gone in there and been like, those guys don't know how to teach. Those guys don't know anything. To be fair, they didn't know how to teach, but you know, I was calm and it was fine and I went home. So the reason that I want to apply this to students in the classroom is that I have seen this from students in the classroom. I have had at least a couple times when a kid has just bolted. Okay. And I used to be very judgmental of that. And I used to be like, well, what's wrong with that kid? You know what? There's nothing wrong with that kid. That kid is just overwhelmed and overloaded and needs a minute. And you know what? It happens with adults too. I've seen it happen with people in like customer service positions where a person has just bolted because everyone's trying to ask them for something. You know what? Like, let's learn what this looks like and let's learn to have compassion for people who are in that space. Okay. So that's what I have to say tonight. Um, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to see more of what I do, other than tell really embarrassing stories about being an autistic adult, you can go to my website, queenmadmusic.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll see you next time. Bye.